From daytime class to girls' night sass, the ladies of New York have all the panache. Martinis at the Regency are divine, but a housewife's real goal is to social climb. I said, burr, it's cold in here. There must be some housewives in the atmosphere. I said, Lisa, 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 bar, bar, low. That's right, folks. It's winter and the Housewives of Salt Lake City are coming this week. Welcome to Premiere Week, but we're not going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about what we talk about every week, and that's the Housewives of Old. That's Season 1 Real Housewives of New York, Episode 5. Thanks for joining us, Heretics. I'm Josh. And I'm Kalindi. How's it going? Spooktacular. Yeah, it, it's tis the seas, tis the seas. <laughs> it's getting colder at night. The best time of year. I'm grasping every time, every bit of little water I can have right now before the coldness descends, to be honest. And yeah. then I'll be ready. I do, I do love like a fall winter moment. I just, I know that I have to take in the sunlight because it gets so dark so early. And I've got to be able to, in summer, to respect winter. That is so, that is the worst part, is that it gets dark so early. But I, other, I love that, I just love boots, you know, and I'm a witch, obviously. Oh, I love boots, so, love sweaters. The Kazad Coven is in, <laughs> their, in their prime in fall, Is that so. like the Kardashian, are we doing CCs, like um, Chanel? Yes, yeah, like we yeah. would be La Casa de Kazad. Oh, love that. You know. Uh-huh, yeah. ooh, Brujas. Yes. Mm, love a little multicultural <laughs> moment. I'm going to dip you in some <laughs> Do you remember, do you watch, you, do you watch all the 90 Day Fiance or just Darcy? Um, yeah, I watch a lot. Do you a remember, lot. did you watch when uh, Molly was with Louise and he was like, oh, yes. you have owl candles, owls and candles everywhere. Bruja! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I, like, 90 so Day good. Fiance just got, there's too many iterations and it's too long. Like who can keep up with like a yeah. two-hour episode a week, and then a pillow talk and a first look and a everything. Oh yeah, I it's was crazy. watching, I, and I do love the other way, which I'm watching right now. But I, uh, I, I was watching Darcy and Stace the other night, our queens, and I, um, and I saw them like display how many like spinoffs there are, and it's like. 14. Like, I don't even understand why we're still following every single person. Like, dude with no neck, like, we don't need to follow him anymore. It was yeah. entertaining for one season. but And like, it really, he wasn't even that entertaining. No, he wasn't. His, his mom was, and the mayonnaise in his hair was, and Rose was, but not him. I also, like, I do want to respect people's boundaries. But with people like him, there's some sort of medical condition and I want to know what it is. Like, not having that much of a neck has to be some sort of skeletal, skeletal condition. And I don't like that none of us are talking about it. Somebody tell me. What happened? Yeah. I mean, did you I see need the, the full story of him when he was young? He looked, yes. like, good. And so he maybe it really real. just is his weight. Like, he maybe he I just mean, really gained weight. Jesus. That is a, I, that's a curse. Yeah. To just gain weight in your neck. And your chin. I mean, we all saw we all saw our sweet Kimora and how she grew gain weight in her neck, but not like that. I mean, his is so tubular, and it, it seems it seems substantial, like stock, like. But you're right. I I do recall because I was like, what happened to him that he got so squished? Yeah. Oh, uh, 
Hmm. Maybe you crossed the wrong bruja. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get into hard-hitting news. What's going on? What's the 411, hun? So, Vicki Gumbelson is in our headlines again this week. The OG of the OC? The OG from the OC, because she shared a video from her daughter Brianna's gender reveal indicating oh. that they're having a girl and she quickly deleted the v- the video but the bravo chicks picked up the video and the story first and ryan is pissed here comes the bride and she is pissed always he's always the bride oh my he is the most angry little oh. troll oh my god gosh. he posted a video on instagram saying uh, that she ruined their good news. And by the way, they're having a girl. And he threatened, it ain't smart to piss off the one that knows everything. Uh, I would like him to tell. However, <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck him. Yeah. He, he yeah. fucking spoke horribly to our glitter queen, the mayoress of Glitter Town herself, Lydia's mom. Yeah. And I just... I don't understand. Like, what do you need to do? You actually need to go to work because I don't actually think he works. Um, because his panties are always in a bunch. Yeah, like, he is the fucking, angriest bitch I've ever met. First of all, you, it's your third kid. Fourth. Like, what it is your fourth kid? Fourth. They have three boys. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's exciting that it's a girl. However, it's not that big of a deal. No. You already found out. It's not like Vicky was the only one that knew, and you ruined it before the birth. Like you didn't want to know, and she was the only one that knew, and then you ruined it. That would be exactly. a little bit of a different situation. But like you were gonna tell the world, like yeah, so annoying. He's the I, I he's a pipper. He's one of those people that's just constantly like he's a a person that's like oh I don't like drama. I don't do drama, but always the one tossing fucking dirt into your hole, like always causing the shit. Yeah, like. We need it's to her, find it's her uh, first granddaughter. It's her yeah. first granddaughter. She's excited. This moment is huge for her. We know Vicky loves to make moments her own and like give that to her. Give exactly. it to her. Exactly. And like she came all that way, you know. And and she bought a house next to your other COVID. house. Yeah, yeah. And then they moved to Chicago. Yeah, and, but you and, know how much she's helping them. You know, she's always oh, helped them so much. Definitely. But I think that we need to find out their new address. Because I want to mail them glitter in honor of our Queen Judy, Lydia's mom. Mm. <laughs> yes, I agree. Judy, that's her name. Judy, Judy, Judy. Love. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Judy is a queen and looks so good and is such a beautiful soul. And he deserves to still be punished for the way that he spoke to her. Absolutely. Fairy dust everywhere. Uh, he's just so gross. And I'm glad that we don't ever have to see him on our TV again, hopefully. Yeah, I definitely hope not. And next, we have uh, Jamie Spears filed a petition to end conservatorship at Los Angeles Superior Court, stating that his daughter is entitled to have the court now seriously consider whether this conservatorship is no longer required. The filing went on to say that Britney Spears' circumstances have changed to such an extent that grounds for establishment of a conservatorship may no longer exist. Huh. Woo! So happy. Still put him in jail. Death yeah, definitely put him in jail. And I hope that this is like legit, and they're not just doing something stinky. You know? Yeah. It. It. You know. This is one of those things that you will honestly, until she's like out of it for a couple years, 
You'll never I'd know. always be pensive and on my toes because yeah. there, there's a lot of stuff going on behind everybody's back. It's, and you know, she has no way of knowing who to trust and who not to trust, to be Absolutely. honest. It's so disappointing, but hopefully that means that soon she can be a semi free lady, at least, at least just getting help from actual non-biased people and people that aren't really getting paid that much from her. Exactly. Yeah. Who they aren't their sole income. Yeah. And profiting um, off her. Yeah. Being absolutely. Like a, basically a prisoner, you know? Absolutely. Um, and then one more thing. Um, did you see that video posted by Steve of Blue Blues Clues? Did you yes. see that? Um, I just want to say that he needs a conservator and he's so <laughs> wild that I need Eliza Thornberry to talk to him because that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, why was he like, a lot of you have been wondering where I went and why I left so quickly to go to college. No, no actually, I, I got over that pretty quick. Well, maybe <laughs> he's been doing a lot of therapy and he needed to I, Yeah, I thought, it was I thought it was drug related. You know, like that he Which basically ghosted us and right. we all have a lot of damage. Do you think that he thinks a generation of abandonment issues are his fault? Yeah, probably. What if he took that on and that's why he was doing drugs? Yeah, was I like... think he was. And then when at the end, I cried, honestly. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. I have a lot of trauma. I cried. I know. And I have abandonment issues. Me, They're just not yeah, from him. Exactly. And when he told me that I look great, I was like, oh, thank you. I did love that part, by the way. You look great. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm like, and I want to be like, um, how's paprika? Like, wh what paprika grow up to be? Like, how's is, she it, doing? is she still on the new one? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. There's a new blue, like, there's paprika. I think they have another baby too. I feel like, her. but I know that Magenta don't know him. She's probably like, I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know him. I don't know him. Magenta is never forgiving him. No. Blue will, of course. Blue. Oh, blue is such a good soul. Blue is literally the mascot of a generation. Maybe we are magenta and blue because I am really hard on people and unforgiving. <laughs> <laughs> you are I way don't know her. more generous. I'm, I, I am very excited about the mail all the time. So I yes. love mail. Um, okay. And our housewives this week, not a lot really to talk about. Um, Potomac was great. Uh, Candace, Candace is showing us why she gets into altercations, but I did love forehead. No, <laughs> but then the forehead shaming got a little too much. Like that's and the problem with Candace is like, like one moment is funny, but she takes it too far. And like with somebody with a large forehead or also a five head, as Tyra Banks taught me during our AMTM days, which is fine and beautiful. Um, also, Ashley's, like, one of the most beautiful people in the world. So, like, I would just brush that off. I'd be like, you can't even fucking come for me. I'm a goddess. Um, but, like, it's just that it was funny. But Candace can't take it, which is the problem. She gives so much but can never take it. Like, But it, Ashley's it, the same way. Ashley, I agree. shit, sir. You know, like, I, I, I she, think... she did deserve somebody to call her out. She yeah. did come in there, like, for, like, two hours and blow up that spot just she did that just for her job, like just to fucking ruffle people's feathers, not because she was like looking out for Wendy. Yeah, no, she had no care about Wendy, but no, I mean, they're all messy. That's why it's a great season. Yeah, wide season, body. You 
<laughs> yeah, they're all body. they're all amazing. So yeah, there's there's truly only one hero here, and that's Kern. That's Kern. Where and she's her... extremely problematic too. She's like a compulsive liar, but. <laughs> God, I love the witch. Yeah, I love her too. She's one of those people that you don't trust, you just enjoy. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, like, her, for, uh, Mia gave me some moments too. So first of all, is Mia's mom just sober from drugs, not alcohol? Because she was I, like, I want to keep her sober. We'll have two limoncellos. Yeah, I don't know. That's not, I try not to get into that shit because. Right. The differentiation. Yeah, well, because you just act like every person's different. Yeah, in their I, journey. I agree. And, and you know, maybe maybe she's at the point where she can have one drink and not do drugs. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah, and, like, it's not Mia's responsibility to keep her sober. No, and, it's not. You know, absolutely so, not. After hearing all that, absolutely. Yeah, that's all I, I said. Michael Dar Darby isn't this, is disgusting, and Mia's story oh, is devastating. Oh, my God. And that's all I will say. <laughs> can I'll we not watch Michael Darby anymore? The, this this storyline of Ashley trying to fix being tired so she can give Michael attention is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen on television. He's disgusting. And she's terrible for staying with him. Honestly, she thinks she has she forgiven. She absolutely is. She absolutely is. She, I mean, for her to even have that conversation to be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, and, and if you're, if you need to feed your baby every hour instead of making them get surgery, then you should do that rather than give your man a blowjob. Yeah. It's just, yeah, gross, gross. And my other comment was when Karen said that, her first dress was made of turkey, not from turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, my dress made of turkey. <laughs> oh my gosh. I Never. hope she has a stuffing little clutch. I didn't understand the second dress's options either, where they were supposed to be easier to dance. And she couldn't even sit. They were huge. <laughs> like yeah. the first one had that huge train and bustle and anywho's. Um, uh, the only thing that Beverly Hills struck me with this week was realistically, my favorite part was Lisa Renna trying to pretend that she was blacked out after two drinks. Oh my God. <laughs> like completely blacked out. Like me last weekend at the campground, like doesn't remember getting home blacked out. Like she was like, what happened, Garcelle? And I was like, girl, girl, I did eight shots in 30 minutes. Like you did two drinks in three hours and you were like, Muffy, Muffy, Muffy. Yeah, and she's like, oh, did it get bad? I know. Oh. That's a new tactic, oh. pretending you were so wasted that you don't pretend remember. Pretend amnesia. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretend amnesia. Yeah, it was that's, ridiculous. That's the... I, I loved Portia bringing Kyle the makeup brush. Oh, While yes. Kyle was getting her makeup professionally done, I was like, mm -hmm. Kyle needs her like 12-year-old to bring her makeup brush. And Portia's like, here, I have three options. <laughs> I bet she has like the biggest beautiful vanity makeup room. Oh my gosh, because she's so good at makeup. Remember when Teddy yeah. was on the first season? <laughs> Snore of Teddy, but uh, Portia did her makeup, and I was like, God, you've never looked the better. best. <laughs> the best that teddy bears ever looked. You should let a ten year old do your makeup all the time, bitch. Honestly, Portia should get into that. Yeah, you she's know, great. Yeah, you can make some money, especially, especially with in, all those friends that come. Exactly. Has. She has so many contacts. She can And all her sisters. Yeah. And all the housewives. Like she can really get in hard. Yeah, just with the agency's agents. Uh, You're a millionaire. The agency's agents. Yeah. Oh, uh, that should be a reality show. I feel like they're trying. I feel like they're gonna try to make it one. Yeah, but most of them work on um, L.A., uh, um, Million Dollar Listing L.A., but Josh Flagg just quit the agency. Um, I feel like 
LA is such a weird market too. It's interesting that like there aren't just more brokerages that are individual because you can just make so much more money. But I guess, you know. Well, that's where Selling Sunset is too, right? They're at the Oppenheim Group. But I'm saying in LA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant they're with the agency. I was like, no, no, no. no, There's no Oppenheims. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that to come out too. But the agency just opened a new location in New York and they have them in like Mexico. Oh, yeah. What, Turks and Caicos? Yeah, I'm I am sure that like Mauricio barely works anymore. He's just gathering the cash and getting high. Yeah. Gathering the cash and getting oh so did I hear this wrong on Beverly Hills last night? Did PK say that he owned 550 million pounds? Maybe I think 550,000 pounds. Because I thought he said, I, it might have been 15 million. It was a million for sure. I just didn't know. And I was like, um, you're a real crook. Like, that's I know, like, and he's like, an odd. Yeah, an odd. I was like, uh, you probably should be airing. He was like, finally, somebody that's more guilty than me around here. Bye, Seriously? babe. Did bye, you, bye, bye, I loved that. Um, I, this wasn't even this week, but last um, week when she was debuting all of her oh, designs we're gonna call and, this one the dress yeah see, and i'm like and she's like he's a visionary oh my god like, the pearl it was covered in dress. pearls yeah oh this one the moment the moment the moment was the best name for me i was like the moment okay that's like a fun name the but, actress like the actress out. yeah he was like the pearl because it's covered in pearl. friends episodes you also, know, like, the like, one with the, like, right, the yes, that's exactly what it was. I thought he was going to do that this war- week when they, like, brought out the, like, he was, like, the appetizer, the meats, <laughs> the champagne, and she's, like, the oh, cheese, baby, baby doll. She's doing a lot of baby work this season. It's very, bubba. and she called him Bubba, Bubba, like, yeah, yeah. I did watch, um, the ep- extra episode of New York, and I loved that Ebony had, like, an interview drink montage, where she was like messing up all of her drinks and kind of drunk in her interview, spilling, needing oh, straws. Yeah, I was like, um, put this on a loop. That, Everyone see, will love you. That, that's the shit they should have put on there that would have exactly. made her more likable. And she she had a really likable, fun friend too that had amazing commentary. And then Martin, the boxer. Martin. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's her fucking Leah? Mickey Rourke. Yeah, He's like Mickey Rourke. Leah and her sister were doing a train a session with him, and they're like, "Oh, we need to stretch. We need to do yoga. Oh, we need to do whatever." And he's like, "Can I leave?" And they're like, "Oh, are we are we annoying you?" And he said, "No, you're annoying everyone watching this show." <laughs> Uh, thank you, Martin. And I was like, thank you. The voice of reason, a producer, and a fucking boxing coach. Martin's giving us everything. Yeah, he gave us all. He gave it all. Give me boxing. Give me advice. Give me the moment. The moment. The moment. Also, they were like, Sophia Lorraine. And I was like, why wouldn't you call it the Sophia? Why would you call it the actress? actress. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, why would you not call it the Lorraine? Like, why, why did you go with the actor? He's a, big, a visionary. Don't question him. Right. They were gorgeous dresses, but they weren't wedding dresses to me. That's all I'll say. They were, like, very pretty, but, like, I just didn't see any of them as actual wedding dresses. Maybe a reception dress, but not, like, made of turkey, you know? Yeah. Maybe some made turkey, of stuff. Maybe some cranberry. <laughs> yeah, these were more of a made of yams moment. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okie dokie, let's sit back, recline, and rewind, baby. Remind us what's happening April 1st, 2008. Let's drive back to, yeah, when Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis was our number one song. Such a good one. Close up the love. I love that song. Uh, Leona Lewis in The X Factor literally watch her finale number because she i mean one of the best performances of i will always love you since whitney houston she hits that like middle break the end uh, so well it's like phenomenal talented gorgeous love. talented gorgeous where are you I, I, you know, I, she hasn't. We need some new music, babe. We, we do. I, I, I feel like she might have been. There's a lot of people that are famous in Europe that never make the American charts. And I feel like that she might still just be famous over there. Lucky them. Lucky them. Um, and in the box office, we're still watching that Horton. And he's trying to hear who. Still going on. Who? Um, and on TV, we're watching Lost and Breaking Bad. Oh, Lost. Lost. I never watched Breaking Bad. I watched Lost, but I didn't finish it because I watched it later and then I already knew what happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I watched what that movie with Leslie Gross. This is 40, I think that's what it was. This called. is 40, yes. Yes. Her daughter ruins it. Oh uh, no, I love it. But they which, all die. <laughs> yeah, which is great because I started the seventh season of Lost, which was right after the writers, um, the writer strike. And the way it ended, like that last season, of course they all died, which is so weird, was terrible. It was like the craziest, trippiest, nothing was ever answered kind of show. So don't get lost in Lost, folks. It's disappointing. Yeah, I love that movie, though. Do watch This Is Sports. Oh, do watch This Is Sports. Totally worth it. What's in the headlines? Apple could see an explosion in iPhone sales over the next 24 months thanks to international expansion and the addition to new lower price models influential company or company watcher Gene Munster predicted yesterday. Good prediction Munster. Yeah. Cuz you ain't only a cheese but you're a psychic. <laughs> Love it. Uh, know that. Know that. I hope he has a big old martini today because he's right. There and an e-cig. An iPhone and everybody's hand, hand an e-cig. Yep. Definitely. Um, fashion right now, we have liquid pleather le- leggings and short jackets. Oh, yes. Good the, time. Yes. The time of the, the day of the Bolero. I remember watching Project Runway, and I think it was... Maybe it was uh, Uni. What's her name? Uni, the one from that loved Miami, and she always had the flowy dresses. And I remember she was like the first person I remember that made a bolero, and they called it a bolero. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, Uni, love it," because Heidi Klum loved her, and I loved how she said her name. And I just love learning what a bolero is, and I still love a short jacket. And I still love Project Runway. Ugh. I, I, I love old Project Runway. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm working. With Heidi and Tim. Yeah, I'm working on the new one. It's hard for me because the magic really was in, I loved that old runway. I loved, I loved Heidi and, and Tim, Tim worked made perfectly. Work. They, they made really did. And I, and I do like their new Amazon show. It's not the same. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't get into it. I've tried so many times because I love them so much. It's fine. It, the, the thing about that show is that show's more realistic. 
Oh, absolutely. They, you know, it, it actually makes life. sense. Yes. But I wasn't watching Project Runway for the realism. It, it, it's kind of like Top Chef, where like, of course, in the real world, you have people that do most of the shit for you. Yeah, but like, to, and you don't. You have like more time, and you have stuff already prepped, and yeah, right. You don't and, have to work with a select number of ingredients like coming. I like coming. Yep. And like in theory, the new one should work more for me. But like Carly Kloss is hard for me because I always wanted just to be oh. Heidi. There's no like comparison. Well, and she's married. Uh, to to, Ra yeah, 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 yeah. Kushner. The Kushner. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And then um, and then Kristen Siriano, who I love, love, love and has so much personality, really is flat for me on that show. Like, he doesn't give me a lot, so... Yeah, we need Tim and Heidi back because I we can't do. watch their Amazon show. I'm sorry. I was like... I, I know, like, it's hard. It's hard because I also just don't think that the people in that show are as talented. Well, I think that the talent just doesn't get to shine. It's not as... Like, you're not as motivated because you know you have multiple chances and stuff. But they do have great judges like Nicole Richie, our queen. I, I agree. On there. Yeah, and Naomi Campbell yeah. uh, was on there. I do think that that, that show needs more structure. I think they went off the rails with being like, and we can eliminate one or five people. And we can do this yeah. and this and this. And I think that reality shows, need, TV competition shows need structure. And that's what makes you bite your nails. That makes That's what makes it like, exciting. We need the structure. That's why we had a bad day for 300 days in <laughs> yes, 2006. Yes, absolutely. Um, what's going on in the celeb gossip? Speaking of Leona Lewis, Simon Cowell, purchased her a $5 million home in Beverly Hills because she was, you know, his newest um, British pop star protege after she won his show, The X Factor. In wow, that's nice. Britain. Yeah. We, we, we forget that Simon owns that show and just like American Idol, he probably owns half the proceeds from the next five records she ever made. So it's nice, but he'll get paid back. He's a rich bitch. Yeah, he's a real rich bitch. Oh, what a, what an actual... He has so much money. I would like to know his actual net worth. It has to be insane. In so, the membrane. <laughs> insane in the membrane. And pinky in the brain. Um, and so let's go down to the episode. It's called Careful. She he's bites. Sorry. Oh, you're looking 385 million. Oh my God, what a fact checker. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a lot, a lot of moolah. I, that is a lot of moolah, for sure. I always wonder how much of that, those money numbers are accurate and whether that's just from like public deals or where all right. that stuff comes from. Because I would actually have expected him to be a worth a little bit more. more. Yeah. Right. He's been so like influential and so behind the scenes of so many people for so long. And so many shows. Yeah. Shows and you don't even know how much money he's made off of like small businesses on the other side of that. You don't yeah. even know what businesses that people invest in. But, you know, it's somewhere around 385 million. He's doing okay. <laughs> doing okay. So this episode's called Careful She Bites. Which I've really gotten into these episode names. Um, Careful She Bites, maybe appropriate. We'll let you yeah, be the judge. Yeah, definitely. I think so. <laughs> so we open up and it's Bethany and Alex at the green market at a farmer's market. Um, Bethany is having a full on meltdown. Very manic. Very, very manic. manic. Comes up to Alex and just broke up with Jason on the phone five minutes before Alex got there. Was she when on the she, phone? I couldn't no, tell whether she was there. She had just gotten off the phone. Oh, that's why she was making laps. I couldn't tell whether yeah. he had met her and this at all at the market or whether she was on the phone. 
yeah, she was on the phone and yeah, mm. and she was doing her laps as she's supposed to like teach Alex how to make healthy meals for her kids. Right, right. Alex, the worldly lady herself who doesn't know how to cook healthy meals. Mm-hmm. It's astonishing. Alex does not strike me as anybody that cooks. Oh, no, never. She doesn't even really strike me as somebody that eats. To be That's honest. what I was going to say, but I stopped myself. <laughs> to be honest, I don't see anything. Alex and Simon and food, they just don't seem like those kind of people. Yeah. You know, they've been alive since 1874, so they probably don't need to eat anymore, those Van Helsings. Like Barnabas Collins. Yes, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Couldn't even have a radish. Um, and... So there is no healthy food shopping that's happening because Bethany is there to unload. Because she probably, it was the next morning, bad night after the cameras left, and she was trashed. So she woke up with that drunk anxiety too, I'm sure. Like you have that like after drunk anxiety when you have a bad night. And so Alex was the first one to heed that wrath. Yeah. Yes. Um... And that's pretty much what all that happens. She just kind of tells her what's going on and explains I think it Alex slightly. Gave her good advice. No, I don't think Alex is anybody that should ever give anybody advice. To I be thought honest. she gave good advice. Oh, th- you thought she gave her good advice there? Yeah, because she oh, just yeah. said like that it was good to be direct and yes. say what you want, and then if they can't provide that, you can go. I I agree. I think that's a little situational. I think. Uh, that's hard. I mean, I, I, I agree with all of the things that are happening. He, everything's right. She is older. I do think that, like, he was being honest. Um, and maybe she was just going too fast. Like, when you've only been together for six months, you can't really... I thought they were together for two years. I thought it was, like, only, like, six months. No, I'm pretty sure they were together for, like, two years, at least. And then, and she said she hadn't stayed in her apartment in six months. Oh, okay. 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 I thought she had broke up with her other boyfriend two years ago at the Tom Hilfiger party. Oh, maybe. I but thought she I think... said she hadn't been with him for two years. So maybe, she, uh, but she but she does but, seem like somebody that jumps pretty quick. Yeah, I think they probably were together for a while because that's why she was like, why am I not moving in? Because remember she said, well, the last time my lease was up, he told me to keep it. That's true. So, so it was at least it. a year. It was, at yeah. Le- yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just... It is, it is hard, I think, in, in a, any situation when you only, even just two years, to be like, yes, I'm ready to have kids with you. No, I not understand, when you're I understand age. the time. He already long, has kids with long. someone else. There's no, there's no reason to wait. For some people, I under, I, yeah, for two years, if you're 21, for two years, if you're 24, I get it. But when that's what she wants and that's her main goal and she wants to start trying within six months to a year and he can't say yes, then go. Let her go. There's no reason to waste her time. Yeah, you're right. I just don't know if yes is the like maybe I think isn't a good is an okay answer because I just don't know if he's ready yet. Like I, you know, there's a lot of things to evaluate in a person, and and if you're both working, I, I you know what I mean. I I totally get the time clock, and she needs to go, 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 go. I definitely get it, and and I think I'm thinking like a man because I yeah. don't have that pressure. And right. I'll never have that pressure. I'm thinking like a gay man in general, but like, and so that th- what it is is that I and but thinking like a man, I definitely know that like for me, I could never be in a relationship with somebody probably 
I, I mean, that's hard to say. I can't say. Yeah. That. And you were really young when you and Nathan got together. So that's it's hard true. to think about that's like true. I'm a two completely years different person is, now. Yeah. If, I were, if I were to get in a different relationship now, I definitely think that I would know more of what I need, want, and how exactly. I want it now. And you're I right. Think you're it's right. Fine I'm a say, different person. No, I can't give you what you want. Then and, let and, me know. Thank and, you. and I think that he did do that. I think that's what he was doing. I just think that like the answers weren't matching up. I think he just wasn't being direct enough. I just hate when people waste your fucking time. Like, thank well, you. Well, yeah, I agree. Let me move. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's just hard when the heart's involved, you know, because I do think that he loved her. Um, really? I do, actually. I do. I actually felt a lot of warm feelings towards her from him. I just don't think that he liked the cameras. I, I mean, I agree with the cameras 100%. I just but don't I just, think, I, I, I think that he actually really liked her. I could just tell that, like, somebody like him would have never agreed to be on camera, would have never, like, even been at that dinner if he didn't really like her. Um, I just maybe. don't think he would have. I don't think he's the kind of guy that needs any of that and wanted to do that at all. I think he did it all for her. And that's that's a big sacrifice for people that are that private. And who knows? No, what I agree. I just think that he didn't like her. Like I think that they're so uh, like different. That could be true. That could be true. I mean, I don't think that anybody Bethany's ever been with has really liked her. Exactly. So. And she doesn't like <laughs> that's her that's type. That's her it's type. Okay yeah. To be opposite a little bit, but you can't be like not like each other's personalities. You know? Right. If you You're don't right. ever want to go out, and she wants to be out and go to Miami and travel and do all this stuff and you're not into it, you're going to live separate lives. And I, I will say that I think cool that it. Bethany's problem, and this is what I saw from them, is that Bethany likes to date like an alpha kind of person, but she's alpha too. And I think that's why things don't work. Like when they were trying yes. to have that conversation, he was like, we're not going to have this conversation. She was like, we're going to have this conversation. Right. And he was like, we're not going to have this conversation. And that's why I think most of her relationships haven't worked. I think she, I, I don't think that she ever finds the balance she likes, she wants somebody to be in charge, but she needs to be in charge. Right. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, I mean, it can work in certain situations. I think you can be alpha sometimes, but Bethany is always alpha. Exactly. And yeah. always has to have the last word. Yeah. Anyways, anywho, um, you know, Jason number one didn't work. Jason number two didn't work. And Jason number three won't work. So mm -mm. It, she definitely has a type. She likes that like that like skinny like kind of balding kind of might be bald business she likes man. an old rich republican exactly that is the type of business yeah she likes yeah. a big old red crayon exactly um. <laughs> and so they and a lot of the men she likes want like they like a beautiful woman but they don't necessarily want her to talk no, absolutely. And that's such a, a, a like, deliberately wrong decision. On that's her what I'm saying. They don't like her. You're right. Maybe. Okay, you know what? You're convincing me. Okay. I've turned. This I'm is why turned. you're blue and I'm magenta. Yeah. I'm mean. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking with my heart and didn't see. Yes. I was blinded <laughs> by love and the love never existed. Okay, and then on to the best part of this episode, in my opinion. The best opinion. part of this episode. The best this part of waking up is Becky in your cup. That's right, yeah. a true star has shown herself to be Becky, Avery's friend. Move over, Avery, because Becky's here. Ramona is taking Avery and her girls, which this is such a sweet moment, to get their hair did for their dance 
their first dance, their first seventh grade dance year. And because you know, remember, they go to an all girls school, mm -hmm. so it's a very big deal that they're going to a co ed dance, right? And where I girls think, may or may not be judgmental, we can't tell by Ramona's contradictions. Yes but they're confident nonetheless, and even more confident because they're all getting blowouts. Getting and blowout. I genuinely think, I, you know, I think Ramona is a Ramonster um, and has been since day one. And I think that of everything, anytime I think of her in a, like a positive light, this is always what I think of. Yes. This moment. I, I think Ramona is a Ramonster, but I think she was a really good mom. Exactly. And like, this is how you know, because she took these girls to get a blowout and she did not get one herself. And you know how much she loves a blowout. She literally threw a glass at Kristen for getting her hair wet. I you mean, think she didn't want a blowout? Ramona will not go anywhere without a blowout. Exactly. And for her to like really make that moment all about those girls and really. I'm wondering if she had gotten a blowout earlier in the day. <laughs> I just think that's so sweet though. It I was... think I would have gotten a blowout and I, I'm, I'm considerate. And you're getting a blowout right now. And I'm getting a <laughs> You can hear in the background. Just I wish um, I was getting a blowout right now. It is time to wash my hair. Now it is time. Um, and so we meet Avery's friend, Becky. And Avery is embarrassed by Ramona, who is going to be a chaperone of the dance. And um, a Becky is one of the most gregarious teen, uh, like preteens. It's her 13th birthday, actually. She's super excited. And she's one of the most gregarious preteens that I've seen on television. So and fun. So funny. Um, she goes, hilarious. no one's more of a fashionista than your mom, Avery. And I love when she is telling Ramona how she's about to turn 13. And Ramona's like, oh, my gosh, that's so exciting. I remember when you were this big. And she's like, oh, my God, I know. Like, she remembers when she was this big. She was so excited. You know, like, I know. Oh, love her. I love her, too. And she goes mom remember ideal Avery does and she goes no talking no dancing and I was like get out of here Dakota Fanning I mean we don't want Ramona to turtle time without her 13 year old dance when they showed that clip this week did you see the dancing clip of Ramona and yes. that one where she's on the beach and she's just shaking her butt is very embarrassing <laughs> very embarrassing <laughs> that's some gyrations and uh and Becky goes uh, she goes, shake what you got, Ramona. My mom would just be doing the monkey. <laughs> shake what you got, Ramona. Just do it. Just shake what do you got. It. And just she said, yeah, like you said, my mom would be do the, doing the monkey. And my favorite part is that she says, okay, okay. <laughs> like that's so much more embarrassing. Okay. First of all, I love that she knows what the monkey is. Yes. And all I could think of was Johnny Bravo, do the monkey. <laughs> and Ramona is Johnny Bravo's mom, probably. Mm -hmm. So um, that makes complete sense. Shake what you got, Ramona. I literally, when I saw that in the preview last week, laughed and texted you so hard because it is, I mean, just th talk about authenticity. What a funny, just genuine moment. And just hearing somebody say, shake what you got, Ramona, was, you know, all I need. I mean, honestly... That's the kind of girl that if somebody, she could get me to do anything after two shots of tequila in a club. I would do anything. If she looked at me and said, shake what you got, I would get up on a box and shake what I got. Because she just made me feel good. She should be a life coach. She Move should. Move over, Teddy. Yeah. We're all in, We're all with, in Becky. with Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, 
reach out to us. We're trying to follow you and yes. we will be all in for you. We'll I take, did request you. We'll take out Miss Mellencamp for you. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. you want. Anything yeah. you say. Uh, anything you say. We we are here for you. We worship you. You are queen, our goddess. And honestly, with the good hair. With Becky with the good hair. And I mean, how appropriate. What she if she was? Hair. What if she was the Becky with the good hair? Oh my goodness. What if Yance was angry at this Becky with this good hair? What side will we choose? Oh my gosh, this would be really, this would be like <sighs> worse than a parent divorce, you know? I wow! I don't think I can make a public decision. Oh my! God. I I need more. I need more facts. <laughs> I have know? to I talk need, to my I need attorneys. Both sides of the story. Yeah, absolutely. I'd have to hear from Becky and her hairdresser. Um, Please to, respect uh, our privacy at this time. Becky and her facialist, who has all the secrets. <laughs> she likes small little Frenchmen and to dominate them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we head to Jill getting ready. She's on the phone. Um, she's she's got to get Ginger into some dog lessons mm-hmm. because Ginger is a uh, misbehaving. Yeah. Ginger Ginger is not really misbehaving in Jill's mind, but she is horribly mean to Allie because she is completely possessive. Yeah, she's biting Allie. Yes, she she's mean to the housekeeper. <laughs> yeah, she's mean to, to everyone but Jill. But Jill, and she just licks Jill's nostrils like she's giving her a lobotomy. One of the most traumatizing things to see that cameraman zoom right in <laughs> while that dog full on like I mean. I mean, Jill needs to put some chapstick on those nostrils. They're going to be chapped. I I couldn't. I was just like, this is this is shocking. Also, Jill just going through her day and her business with a full tongue of dog in her nose, not bothered, not and bothered. And she says to Ginger, "You can't tell people you do that." <laughs> because obviously right. we're horrified. Uh, You're right, Jill. That is uh, a secret. You're right, and you know what? I request. I I really respect that Jill request anonymity from her dog. She's mm-hmm. we can't tell people about this. I made you sign an NDA for a reason. <laughs> an NDA and PDA, okay? Mm-hmm. We gotta get going. And, and then Ramona does a really another nice thing. She takes the girls to um, a party at this nice tea Alice and tea is that what it was called or something Alice's teacup Alice's teacup before the big dance which I thought was also very cute the that day was one of those days that like would always be in your memory yes and she tells them that boys are more nervous than they are Mm -hmm. and they're like no boys don't care she's like they act like that they act like that but if you know, they really are more nervous than you are. Like she's trying to give them good advice and hype them up. It's so cute. It is. The- and th- that restaurant was cute, but it looked a little tight to me. I was like, is there only one table? It's New York here? City. Yeah, it just I was, I was like, can I only fit one tea party at a time? Yeah, uh, probably. Pro- probably. I mean, it was probably very expensive. And then they go home to put on their little outfits. Mm. And Ramona really goes, she's like, you girls are gorgeous oh my gosh and then mario says the same thing i thought they were they doted on them so much yeah and the girls were in like a little dancing circle showing ramona how to dance and how to gyrate how to gyrate yeah like she says her daughter's generation they keep the top of their body straight and just move the bottom half ramona removes everything she's she's emotional and she rotates rotates gyrates in every way. <laughs> in every way. Every way. And we'll see that turtle time later. 
Um, and then she's going to be a chaperone, of course. And, um, you know, she definitely was dancing with those girls. Absolutely. And I bet they enjoyed it later when she was doing that. Cause you know how awkward it would have to be. I mean, being girls meeting those boys like that would have to be a really uncomfortable being at a dance with boy uh, opposite sex when you're 13 is awkward anyways yeah Let alone, even like, when you have you class with know. them like yeah, yeah that you don't have class with every day and that you can't be like oh how'd you do on that science test right yeah you can't like even meet them at, at the concession stand to have some like candy straws and like actually make eye contact because you don't even know their name like it's a very uncomfortable situation in my mind yeah and i get where ramona's coming from i would definitely dance i would embarrass the shit out of my kids you know the rhythm always gets me yeah uh, rhythm make me lose control uh, i mean time. yeah every me time. too i can't help it i, I would be, be requesting songs we would yeah. be taking the microphone from the band and i'd be like i'm sorry avery just one more just one more. Right. <laughs> this is the random one, one more. One more time. If none of you are going to dance, I'm going to take it. Right? <laughs> Heaven is a place on earth, okay? <laughs> Always remember that. And this one goes out to that 13-year-old Cody that I met at the juice stand. She would definitely be dancing with the boys. She'd be, she, Ramona was totally dancing with those boys. Or trying to. You know she was. She was trying to get the girls to dance with the boys. She loves a little flirt interaction. So She does. Um, innocent flirt. Innocent Catholic flirt from Ramon. Um, and then we're at, with Lauren and Bethany. And they're at the river. And uh, Bethany's kind of giving Lauren the 411. Um, and then she gets a call to go to Alex's birthday party on a boat. And I did love seeing Bethany get so excited just to be invited on a boat. Because nowadays, Bethany would be like, I own my own boat. Yes. And I wondered, too, if Lauren was trying to be a friend or something of the show, even though they didn't have friends, uh -huh. but, you know, like friend of back then. I felt like she filmed a lot, then I, just disappeared. Well, like, I, I think it's just because other than Jill, Bethany didn't know anybody. Yeah, but do you think that she... But was she ever on again on Bethany Ever After? I don't, I don't remember, remember seeing her again. Me either, um, but I think we should get her back. I agree. I, she's definitely fun. She can definitely hang. She's definitely a down-ass bitch. I think that that was the problem. Like, I think up until now, Bethany wasn't really clicking with Alex. I don't think that Luann wanted to hang out with Bethany. She didn't have kids, and she didn't have anything to really offer to her. Um, we know Ramona isn't the easiest to warm up to. Um, and so she really only had Jill. So if she wasn't filming with Jill, I think she had to have a friend. Yeah. You know, especially since Jason was gone and everybody else had families at this point. So everybody yeah. else had family storylines that we were mostly following, except for yeah, Bethany. Yeah, because it was Manhattan Mom. Yeah. So, like, other than that, she had to have a friend because if not, it would just be her talking to Cookie in the apartment, drinking leeches. Well, I mean, I would Pretending to be poor. That. I would watch that, too. But I am getting a little tired of her pretending to be poor. And we'll talk about that a little early later because she is definitely not poor. But I did love her getting excited to get on a boat because I totally get that feeling like Me too. I, I don't have a boat. boat. I don't have a boat. Like, I haven't been on a boat in so long. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be on a boat. And, boats and, that and seems, hose. Boats and, and hose. hose. I'll be your hoe. I'm anytime. on a boat. I'm on a boat. Yep. Even if it is Alex and Simon. Um, and then we go to, we're going to spin this like a cyclone because Noelle is getting breakdance lessons with Cyclone, also known as Dave. 
And <laughs> just I wondered yeah. if Noel was going to be at this co-ed dance because to show off those fresh new moves after three lessons with Dave Cyclone. I think Noel already goes to a co-ed school. Oh. I'm sure because he goes, Victoria and Allie went to the same school and that, that school was co-ed. So I'm sure Noel goes to the same school. Wow. Yeah, true. So, I just wanted him to be able to show off uh, his moves to other oh, people I than know. just his living room. That one step move he had when he really <laughs> steps really hard to the right and to the we left, are learning the right this, and the, the left and the right to the left. As long as Dave can lift me up and put me on my head too, I'm down. Okay. I, I, I did love that dance and I can totally learn that one um, for $65 an hour. Um, and I, <laughs> I love that um, Luann acts like and it is. I, I this is not derogatory. Breakdancing is definitely an art and it's so hard and it's so impressive. But Luann kind of acted like it was going to be a piece of his resume, like it was an extracurricular activity. She was like, it gives him more of a boost than cello. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it does make him more dynamic socially. But I felt like she was acting like it was like what he was gonna put on his resume to go to Yale. I'm an experienced breakdancer. I mean, maybe, but I don't think that his um, talent level would yeah. match up to. I wonder how many hours with... Dave got paid for. I, I, I don't like... know. She said it was only when he performed in the living room. She said, can you believe it was only third lesson? Third lesson. So okay. that day we watched his third lesson. Okay. Okay. I mean, can you believe that he was that good already? I mean, I could. I could believe that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and all I could think about was, they're at home. The Count is finally here. Um, and so is his friend, Nelson. And Matt's there, too. And Rosanna has to cook and wait on all of them. And I was like, now Rosanna not only has to wait on the family plus Matt and take care of a new dog and a bird, but she has to wait on Nelson. Can these mm -hmm. people not go out to eat? Like Red snapper for everybody. Yeah, our favorite, Rosanna's delicacy, red snapper. I was like, she probably had to scale those fish, do it all herself. Like, I was like, can they just not go out to eat when they have guests in the home? Like, give Apparently. the poor lady a break. I am just always feeling bad for Rosanna. She is, uh, like, she, this whole season, oh. will get our entire offering. Oh, my God. Such an angel, like, on earth. She is just heavenly the aura around her just literally working her fingers to the bone i mean they honestly needed more help with the amount of work they put her through it was way too much work for one person but i did appreciate that matt was there because i loved him especially when at the dinner table luann was telling the count and all of them about Noel taking uh break dancing and she's like do you want him to show you and Noel's like no right now and matt's like yes Yes, I think that I think that Matt must live. I feel like Matt in my head is an only child has almost outgrown his nanny or babysitter and his parents are always out on the town and they leave him alone a lot and he's craving some sort of New York family structure and he gets that from Rosanna and the other family and because they're, they're I feel like they're always more in a unit than wherever he's from. Well, it's just a theory. It's just really chaotic. Like there's a lot of kids. It could, it could be both. Yeah. Quiet. Yeah. Maybe it's cheaper by the dozen. Oh God. That is not a funny movie. <laughs> that movie is triggering. <laughs> terrifying. They're remaking oh that gosh. movie too, by the way. Why? I, I 
honestly, first of all, that movie didn't come out that long ago. It was... It was like the perfect version of that. I do love Bonnie Hunt so much. Oh, I love and him. Steve I Martin. Love Steve Martin. Piper Parabou. Eugene Levy is in the sequel. Like I love oh, yes. everyone in there, obviously. Ashton but they are not funny it. movies. You're right. They're very dramatic, and they yeah, like it's and funny. for people that came from chaotic families, you I I I remember watching that as a kid, and I don't think I laughed really that much at all. I think I just related. You can you can watch the trauma that is completely happening. And it seems like mostly from selfish parenting. Yeah, I just don't think anyone needs 12 kids. No, unless you're, well, no, I don't think anybody ever needs 12 kids. So I, even if you're really, really wealthy, you have, nobody has the emotional capacity or the time in a day, even if you don't work, to parent 12 kids and give them the needs emotionally at all. That you j just want, two parents can't do that. Two parents can't, it's just not possible. There's not enough time to foster that kind of love. And, you know, it's just hard. It, unless there's enough space between them, it's just too hard. Too hard. But Tom, yeah. Tom, what's his name? What was the, what was the oldest guy's name? Tom Welling. Was that his yeah. name? Tom Welling From was so hot back then. That long hair, so all-American hot. Where did he go? I don't know. Where did he go anyways? And then uh, we're still playing this game with Victoria and uh, boarding school. And she went to view some boarding schools. And Noelle's theory is that if you go to an all-girls school, you'll come out a lesbian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like... I don't know if you come they? out a lesbian. You might come out with a couple character-building lesbian experiences. But I don't think you come out a lesbian. No, I definitely don't think you come out a lesbian. And <laughs> Alex, Count Alexander. Is I like, mean, Tinsley I ended up marrying her husband from going to that boarding school. That's true. That's where they met. They, and, you know, they have those dances at those boarding schools where the girls meet the boys. Like Ramona, like, like um, Avery, except there's no parents there. Could be dangerous. Scandalous. Scandalous. Um, and then Simon's going to surprise Alex. Um, and this is the most Van Helsing thing ever. So first of all, this happens again next season. I couldn't remember whether this was like the going to be the drive from hell or not. And it wasn't. And I can't wait to get to that one uh, where Simon just implodes at the fucking cab driver. But Alex is trying to guess what they're doing. She's like, are we seeing a show? Does it have anything to do with opera? Does it have anything <laughs> to do with opera? If we played an opera drinking game, we would die. Nobody has ever mentioned opera in this ever that much. Ever, ever, ever. My name's... I have no voice. I can't even do the singing of opera. My voice is gone. Um, my voice was gone and I had a panine. Um, does it have anything to do with opera? And Alex's laugh is just so, so they, they, he blindfolds her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he blindfolds her and she's like, oh, I think I hear water. I, I was like, you're clearly getting on a boat. Also, like, maybe help her. Like, I was yeah. afraid she was going to fall and die. Like, I, I have trouble getting on a boat, not blindfolded. And that's also, I was wondering if he had her do like her hair and makeup fully and all of that kind of stuff, because you better never freaking, I hate surprises. Did you see her? I don't think she did her hair. Well, I uh. it, like it always looks, doesn't it? Yeah, but it I sure did. Like, oh like a tumbleweed in the do old not, west. 
put me in front of people not looking cute. So she, yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Like get me ready. Also like, I think a surprise is fine, but there is a point where you just kind of have to give it up if it's in like a location like that. And you just tell me like 10 minutes before, cause I'll still be surprised. Like, and yeah, give me something for clothes, especially I didn't understand why he didn't just pick out an outfit for her. If he's always shopping for her anyway, Right. why would you not just have an outfit there to change into? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Well, they walk into that like main entrance and this is where we hear Alex's very uncomfortable laugh when she unblindfolds. And I don't think any of those people knew her. It was shocking because they none of them at least seemed... They had either been sitting there for a long time and weren't happy to be there anymore, or they didn't really react that much to her. Surprise! <laughs> There's a boat full of extras! Yes, I think Bethany was the only person there that knew her. And she and only met her a week like ago. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> And Bethany is definitely blitzed. Uh, uh, but it's because of that nasty gold tequila, that cheap gold tequila. Yeah, yeah. Lauren says that she's on her um, eighth tequila. Um, and she probably was. Um, and th- Bethany does work the party really well. She's so funny. She's talking to this man um, who has an accent and she looks at him and he finishes speaking and she goes, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I, I have totally been there before. I thought she was being so fucking hilarious. Yeah. This entire scene. I was yeah. dying. Me that too. was my favorite part too. Especially because she had said in her interview before that she spoke French when Alex and Luann were bonding over. Yeah, because she went to Cordon Bleu. Speak. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, I speak French, but I didn't feel the need to bring it up. And I just love that she was talking to this man and she was listening closely. And I was like, oh, is he speaking in French? And she knows but no he just had an accent and she's just right. hammered yeah. on junky am, gold tequila she actually is so hammered i remember like watching this i was like oh because she's speaking fine but like she has that face of like you're having a good time but there's nothing behind the eyes yeah. like she's like probably pretty blacked out it looked like to me especially when simon and alex take her into the other room to have like this which seemed like a pretty judgmental intervention to me, but well, that's because I was watching with sober eyes. I think they were being nice, but like I was like, "You're judging her for being so drunk." Yeah, they definitely were judging her for being drunk, and I appreciated, I guess, that they wanted to check in on her. But I they was made like, it too serious. Yeah, because if this is your surprise party and these right. are your extras, I mean, friends, <laughs> at least mingle with them. At least, yeah, you're not going to bring me in a separate room when I brought my friend Lauren, who's out there by herself, and we're having a good time and bring the energy level down to a zero and me talk about my breakup. Right. That and, sucks. And she's drunk. So, like, she was like, I don't normally talk about this. And then, like, she did kind of lay it all out for them. But they had cornered her, and so it like it all made sense to me. And but she's she's drunk, but she also is like very on it. Like she's so Bethany is such a smart person, and really is such a like smart, wise cracking, like really gotcha, funny bitch. And that's why I wish she like could enjoy the show a little bit more because she's so good on this platform. She, like, literally looks at them and goes, you're very disarming. I would never normally be friends with you. I know. <laughs> Which is so funny. 
Um, and then she's telling this the story about how her her dad said that she's like a wild Mustang, blah blah blah. And he said but, that about one of his wives that she oh, yeah, was yeah. like a Mustang that she you had to just set her free. And right. Bethany says, I'm like I'm that like too. that too. And Simon says Who isn't drunk, not, by the way? Yeah. Does not even catch this. You're not a Mustang, you're a Ferrari. And she <laughs> says, No, the animal. Right, 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 right. Uh, I, 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 that reminded me of Princess Diaries where she's like, I race Mustangs. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I like, yes, bring me Julie Andrews. Uh, and that was a nice thing to say, but I don't understand how he didn't get the, get the reference. Say eh? maybe, maybe that isn't something that they pick up in australia or on the 90 day fiance website where her him and alex met who knows on dial up in the public library <laughs> in the public library from oklahoma to australia yeah oh god um and then this is what i found weird too so the party for the extras of bethany was literally just at the dock and then everyone left and then they set sail you found it interesting. I found it infuriating. If my ass, Bethany was so excited to go on a fucking boat, you should have really specified that you met literally just on a boat, not right. on a boat ride, just on a boat while it's docked. You can have a few drinks. Then you got to go because we're going to have a private sale and dinner. Right. So I would have rather had dinner and some cocktails than met up for the boat party later. Right. Not like done, not done like cocktail hour. And then had like a private dinner after. Like we just got the party started. Like exactly. It so was weird. very odd. Very odd. And Alex seemed pretty buzzed. And especially while they were if I dinner. didn't know. That would be weird enough set up if I was prepared. But if I see you and we start drinking, I'm gonna be like, I don't want him to leave. You know, I'm not right. gonna and, want... the, and it wasn't like the boat wasn't big enough to have everybody there. The only thing I think of is he didn't want to pay for everybody's food. He couldn't afford it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, Alex, she says that Simon is the master of presence. And I will say that they did seem very in love, which they are. But the intense tongue wrestling I was in, very uncomfortable. I had to look away. I, it was just like, oh, it's just too much. Just too much. Watching those uh, pasty vampires just tongue warp each other was honestly a punishment in itself. I, I felt as if I was being slapped in the face with a wet noodle over and over and over and over again, and it just wasn't going to stop. And I said, no, Bugatini, no, I ordered fettuccine. Um, anyways, and then we go to uh, Bethany. She's now going to Miami after her boat bender. Um, hmm. New York City's playground, she says. It's just easy to get to. Um, I mean, it's probably like a three and a half hour flight. So I don't know if it's that, that easy. But I do understand that it's probably like a pretty direct flight. I'm, I'm yeah, sure they do a lot of direct, direct flights flight. from New York to Miami. And they all go to Florida all the time. I think that it's like kind of all of their getaway. And it's so much warmer. It's so much. I get it. Well, she was packing for Miami, and and then Jill comes over. Doctor Jill, Doctor Jill. She she's no longer somebody that's a, a lice expert, but she is now a therapist and a relationship expert. Um, and she really, I mean, it is a little harsh, but very good advice. No, it's very. Me. 
very, I mean, it was honest. I talk about a wet noodle. She it's hit me, her, magenta. Yeah, magenta. She hit her with a fucking dry ass noodle. She fucking waterboarded that bitch, but in the best way possible. And I think Beth and and she like Bethany was like, "I'm changing, I'm changing." And Jill was like, "Are you? Because you're doing yeah. everything you're doing." And then she said that she was acting very immature. And Jill was like, "Call it as I see it." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." I mean, it was it was good advice. It was hard. It would be something that was hard to hear. In the moment. Um, does Bethany have a real job? She's a celebrity food chef. Yeah. You know what's so interesting? She never really ever named any clients that she Indeed. actually had. Because <laughs> Bethany is pretty much a name dropper in my, in my mind. Um, especially at this point in her life. Yeah, it's just interesting for her, you know, having this started from the bottom, now we're here mentality but doesn't really have that many obligations, it seems like. You know. Okay, Kelly, Ben Simone. <laughs> I, I Aren't you a caterer? I don't think that I'm up here and she's down here. I don't think that <laughs> at all. I'm not a calamity. I just think, I, I actually respect Bethany a ton. I just think that she has this whole storyline that she's like so poor and living in a shack and then flies down to Florida and stays in a $920 penthouse that was paid for by her friend. Well, and Bethany is always woe is me. Think about it when she, after her divorce, she called herself homeless. Oh my God, she did. That was rough. You know? That was rough. And we're like, aren't you like a billionaire now? Like, yeah, and, and she was like moving from penthouse to penthouse. Yeah. Which I also didn't really understand why she just wouldn't stay in one penthouse like Tinsley. Me either. Like why, exactly. why you fucking why get leave? Tinsley all this hard time? But like, why wouldn't you just fucking rent out a hotel, Eloise? And like, she's like, I'm checking. I'm changing clothes in my car because checkout's at 11. And I'm like, and the, you have a driver. First of all, checkout is for. never for people like you. You could call exactly. and extend it as long as you want. Anyway, we just think, I just think that Bethany now and even then builds a narrative of poor me sometimes and I Always. and I don't respect it and I am mentioning it all but I do respect and love Bethany but I don't mention I don't respect that narrative and now we go to Ramona the digital uh, empires herself who's creating truefaithjewelry.com Dot com. Dot com. Because that, she's helping Mario expand that third generation jewelry business that, you know, worships our Lord, Savior, and trophies. Um, and looks like a dentist's office. And they're going to make sure that Avery is supposed to be an independent woman, but they do want her to depend on the family business, <laughs> it seems like. Um, I think they're just giving her the option. Yeah, I think they're just giving her the option. I do and... think they also wanted to show the business off. That's why they made her go at 8 a.m. on a school day. No, she was off school that day. I, I know, but I, oh, yeah, on an off school day. That's why it I mean, was but Columbus like, Day. It was Indigenous First People's all, Day. Yes, <laughs> it was Indigenous People's Day. Um, and um, yes. but, but I was and... like, that's cruel. Like, she could go on a Saturday. You own the fucking business. She could go on like Monday after school. Ramona's like... not going to give up her Saturday. She and she can't give up her Monday night either. She has to go out with Joni. With her girlfriend. Yeah. But Ramona had to work on Monday at 8 a.m. On, on, on Columbus Day. She said she rolls in at 930 at 10. Remember? Yep. I, I, but I just was like, this is evil. Making, making Avery go be an intern at True Faith and wear that hideous shirt. Yeah, she had to wear the uh, truth day off. jewelry t-shirt with Ramona. 
Um, and did you catch Mario when Ramona said that it was Columbus Day? And he said, I'm an Italian. I can't forget Columbus Day. I was like, ooh. ooh. Yeah. He said, I'm an Italian. I can't forget Columbus Day. Yeah. I said, ooh, ooh. But wasn't Columbus funded by the Spanish? Or was it the other way around? He was Spanish and Columbus and funded by the Italians. I thought by the Spanish. He I was fun, fun, He was Italian and funded by the Spanish, right? Or was it we'll the have other to way? Google this. He was one or the he was he was one or the other, and then the other country funded him because he had like dated one of the princesses and then made the royalty mad, and then they wouldn't fund him, and the other one funded. Him. Anyways, he was Italian, yeah. Okay, and then yeah. funded by the Spanish to do yes. the yeah 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 the Nina the Pinta and the Santa Maria. Yes, we remember. Do her in the back while I'm drinking sangria. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have been doing on my Monday off, not being at truefaithjewels.com, um, which, I mean, while you're looking at things, is that still a website? Truefaithjewels.com. I did that the other day. And it is still a website. Um, well, we might have to get ourselves a semi-precious metal. I mean, yes. I wouldn't mind having a, a token per se. But I don't think they actively restock because a lot of stuff sold out. You know how they'll keep. Yeah, I mean, up, but... I mean, I'll take something that's not sold out that might be on yeah. clearance. We'll see. I'll have to off to peruse. Peruse, yeah. So yeah, now Bethany's finally making it to Miami against all of Jill's advice, and she does have a friend there that's a chef, and uh, he owns. Table the, eight. He owns table eight, and which is a is a hotel restaurant, and he gets her the penthouse, which is nine hundred twenty dollars a night for free. Um, but she is underprivileged. Don't forget that. And, and yeah, she's underprivileged, even though she is meeting up with her friend Sarah, who she met while at boarding, boarding school. school. Boarding school. Yeah, yeah. Caught that too. I was like, oh, okay. And, poor girl. Yeah, poor. She's been through a lot. Um, I didn't know welfare played for our boarding school. You know what? We just didn't put in the right applications. I mean, well. No, that one didn't make it to my house when I was looking at the mail. (laughs) Where was Billy Porter as my fairy godmother? (sighs) Took the day off. Um, And Sarah's the only person that she thinks is normal and one of five people that she trusts in her entire life. Yeah. And we don't know if Lauren's on that list. We don't know who the other people are on that list. But we know that Sarah is definitely on that list and she finds her normal. And Sarah, also brutally honest, has a very frank conversation about Bethany's uterus and her eggs. <laughs> and her stale you, eggs. You want fresh eggs, okay? And Bethany's like, you know what? I never thought about it like that. I wouldn't cook with not fresh eggs. And I was like, I mean, true. it's true. It's true. It is true. I do think some of the conversation is its very honest. I still think that some of the conversation around what they call geriatric mothers, which I think is also like a harsh term, is pretty harsh, but it, the body works how the body works, I guess. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that that's our real life. You that's know? true. I, it's true. I don't think, and medicine is changing. You can get pregnant safely and have a healthy a baby older But it and is older. harder. But they it, do, they, your risks go up after 35. That's so young. That's I know. ridiculous. It, re- it really is. And, and, and it, it'll always be that way. I mean, yeah. it just is always safer to do it younger when you your body is more able to do that. And you are only you only ever have you have the same amount of eggs from like when you're born. And they just die off. So you Which is crazy. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. It is crazy to me that a little baby human 
has the same amount of eggs as a large jaw Bethany Frankel as an adult. Like, mm-hmm. that's just crazy. Yeah. Insane to think that Mama June. Actually, uh, she probably, Bethany probably has less because they've tied over to Less them, now. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. That's even crazier. It's crazy. Yeah, and, it's insane. And then did you, like, she was talking about all her, she was talking about her exes and about how they didn't work out. And then she named them and she was like, and Larry and Jimmy and Peter and Kevin. But I was wondering if she was just making up names or I, they I, really were. I felt like at exes. first she was making them up. And then I think that she wasn't. I was like, you dated the most common name people. And if she you dated think, old white Republicans, I told Larry, you. Jimmy, Peter, Kevin, Kevin. Jason, yeah. Jason, Jason. Yeah, I told you. And what was the guy that, what was the, the, the man that died? What was his name? Dennis. Dennis. Oh, the whitest name in America. Oh, Dennis God. The I'm the spawn of a Dennis. Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. God, I love that movie. Um, I got Dennis the Menace taken away from me as a child because it made me bad. The, uh, allegedly. My grandparents took it away from me, a.k.a. hid it on the top of the refrigerator. Stop. Um, because, yeah, they said it made me bad. And well, you know how the um, bad guy, like. Yes. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Like he Long opens haired. like the beans. Yes. Yeah, he opens the beans with his pocket knife. And then there's that one. Seat Wasn't that Christopher he- Lloyd? No idea. And he cuts the um, apple oh, like, with I one hand. And yes. I thought he looked so cool that I tried to do that, but I didn't eat apples. So I tried to do it with a roll of pepperoni, and I cut my thumb really bad. I, I, <laughs> that <laughs> roll of pepperoni. That's, you know, what, what a salty mistake. What a yeah. salty mistake. Yeah, I, know. I was like four years old. So my um my grandma used to lived we lived right across from uh she her farm was on the other side of a railroad track and he used to jump from the railroad tracks um and they used to always have stories of hobos which is not a nice word to say anymore but they did and he was kind of like a, a burglar hobo um and I used to there's that scene in Dennis the Minute was where the lightning would crack and then he you just saw a shadow yes and every time we would. Th- there would be a rainstorm i'd have to go sleep in the living room because i could my eyes were always peeled because i'd be waiting for the lightning to crack because i was terrified that when it rained that meant that that he was going to come and he would be there like i wasn't actively scared of him only scared when it rained at night only scared what was what was the girl's name where she like made him kiss the doll's butt Oh my gosh, I can't remember. We're oh, gonna have to restream she, this. She reminds me kind of of uh, Darla from the um, the, the Rascal, Rascal. Rascal, the He Man Woman Haters Club. Yeah, oh, I love that. Movie. Oh, Darla, dear but Darla, 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 Darla dear you're the scum Darla. between my toe. You make me vomit. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh God, Alfalfa all day and Winona, Winona in that movie, so good. My oh. favorite part is when. At the end, um, Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Yes. And she's the one kid's mom. And he says, hey, look, your mom's here. And he says, Whoopi. She's Buckwheat. I got a nickel. I got a nickel. I got a nickel. A, 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 A. I got two pickles. I got two pickles. But I thought that's so cute because he goes, Whoopi. Whoopi. Yeah. So good. Great movies. 
I'm going to have to get Dennis the Menace off the top of the refrigerator. Yes, I have it on VHS and I have my VHS player plugged in. I always also loved when um, they he sucked up that paint with a shot back and then mm. shot it into the burger and Mr. Wilson was eating it. I thought oh it was hysterical gosh. when he had like that putty mouth. It stressed oh, me so out. so funny. And I still always wanted to find where that flower was that opened every like 20 years. Yes. And I loved Mrs. Wilson. Oh, I love them all. What a beautiful grandma figure. Love her. Bubba dub dub, three men in a tub. Anywho, and who doesn't love three men in a tub? Everyone. Um, and then Ro- Ramona and Avery are talking about um, dreams and careers. And Ramona's just, Ramona kind of tells her story a little bit about her mom and how her mom would have left her dad, but she couldn't because she had four kids and no career and how that's how she instilled that in her. And she had died two years prior prior and how she wants Avery to always be independent, which is, I mean, Ramona for being such a terrible person really did absorb what it was to be a good parent. It's so shocking to me that you can teach these lessons to kids and not really know them yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she did know what it meant to be a good person and how to act if it wasn't pertaining to her. I mean, she definitely got the work hard memo, but I do think that like she did teach Avery how to be a, like a pretty really good person. I feel like Avery's pretty obnoxious, honestly. (laughs) Oh, now, now it's an adult. Even back then she was so rude. I mean, I know she was like a bratty teenager and Ramona definitely. It's hard to judge 13 year olds. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree. 13 is a terrible age and especially in front of a camera and your mom's embarrassing as hell. I'm just saying like, yeah, we don't need to talk about Avery now. Savory Avery. Her and her her and Ramona's whole COVID experience was a lot. Was, was a lot was a lot to witness. Yeah. It was offensive. And you're right, Magenta. And you yes. are right, just laying out there. <laughs> That's what it was. It was offensive. It made my skin crawl. And I don't ever want to go to Boca Raton. You make me <laughs> love alfalfa. <laughs> Oh, Darla, <laughs> you are so beautiful to me. To me, oh, <laughs> can't you see? Oh God, love that song. Um, and um, now we make it to the moments where Ginger, Ginger the she devil, and Aston the monster, as named by Ca- the Countess, are to be trained. Um, and the trainer seems pretty good. I um, he, amazing. I thought, I, yeah. I think that we should hire him for our girls. I they're... thought he was pretty intuitive. He knew to like how to handle the dogs. He was like, Ginger's overfed. What do you feed her? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jill. She's like, you know, lamb chuck, steak, you know, maybe a chicken thigh, whatever we're eating. Really. She likes rich people food. <laughs> I was like, fucking lamb chops. Throw your lamb chops over here. Like, I want a lamb chop. They're expensive. Um, And then, like, every rule Jill is breaking, and she is not willing to give in. She's like, there's no dog on the bed. And she's like, that's not happening. She's like, I got the dog to sleep with me. I got it for its body heat. And I completely agree agree with that school of thought. So I literally beg my dog to sleep with me every night now since she got 
too my dog became too much of a bitch and princess to ever sleep with me anymore because she doesn't like to be touched that much because yeah. I interrupt her sleep and she'll look at me huff get down and punish me for touching her while yeah. she sleeps so Same. Stella, uh, we just even got Stella a bigger bed because you know she used to have her own room with her nice uh, memory foam twin bed mm-hmm. but it's hard for her to jump because our girls my daughter Stella is 11 our my fur baby and uh, Gabby's 10 right she'll be 11 she'll be 11 10. October yeah yep. Stella turned uh, 11 in May and she can't jump up on the bed anymore so we just had to buy her this huge bed it's like I think they call it a couch and it's a memory foam it's, it's uh, amazing I would lay on it like I would sleep on it yeah it's it's incredible. Gabby, yes. Gabby has a memory foam bed too, but she has, since she started taking her chemo, been a lot better. Her hips have been so much better. And so she has been wanting to get on the bed a little bit more, <gasps> which is nice. She won't, she, she will jump on it by herself if we're not in the room, but if we're in the room, she'll just jump her first two legs up and make me get out of bed to lift her up. Yeah. But she is capable. She's just not capable when we're watching. That's what Stella does. You know what she is? Too. She's capable, but she's manipulative. Yes, so. that's, yeah. And that's what Stella does to get in the car to Gabby do that when she gets in the car. Oh, any, any, any opportunity where she doesn't have to expel the energy and I have to get out of my seat, she will take. And they give you that look like, excuse me. Yeah, like, like I'm gonna um, need a boost here. Uh, Gabby gives me that look all the time. She's like, "Um, why are you sitting there? I need a little bit more room." And I'm like, yeah. "I'm not even really breathing on you. Like, calm down." Yeah, yeah. they do She's get like, out. Mom, where do- are my eggs? Excuse me. I'm like, they, sorry. They do get out of control and do become demanding, but they're not ginger style. Ginger has. They don't lick our nostrils. Ginger <laughs> is not a monster, or a sh- Gabby would lick my face continuously if I let her, but not in that way. Um, she also sleeps and is annoyed by me and doesn't bite people. So yeah, not all people anyways. Um, and, (laughs) uh, I think he did a really good job with, um, Aston though, who was actually a puppy. I don't know how, how old Ginger was here. Ginger wasn't a a puppy. Yeah. But Aston was so cute and listened really well for a puppy. I was very impressed. He was so cute too. He, and he's he was on um, the last episode of oh, Roni, and I was to think I was that Coco was still alive is oh, shocking to me. It's amazing. Coco what a has outlived a lot of animals. Like it is very shock. And you know what? Does Ramona have somebody that feeds Coco? You know, it's shocking to me. We never really see. Does Ramona have? any domestic assistance in her New York apartment other than like maybe a housekeeper every now and then. But I like, think she definitely does. Yeah, it, It's just, it's shocking to me. We've never experienced that because I do think that like part of Ramona's storyline is how terrible she is to anybody that is works for her works for anybody actually in people that don't even work for her that are just lesser how terrible she is to everyone. Everyone. She yeah. encounters. So I would have thought that we would have saw somebody, but I mean, we did. I, I did watch a little bit of that. I couldn't make it through the whole never before scene, but I did love where she was kicking Avery out because she needed more room, and then Luann called her out on it. Mm-hmm. She was like, "You just kicked your daughter out," and she was like, "She was like, that's not true." I was like, "Ramona, you can't lie. You can't lie all the time." And then Allie calls out Jill, and she's like, "It's perverted when she's licking your nose." I love the word perverted. I feel like I haven't heard that word in a long time. And Jill said, "That's love." That's love. Jill loves a good nostril lick, allegedly. She does. I mean, she's she loves Ginger's love. She's and I, into it. And I totally get though, like it would really irritate me if my 
parent had a dog that I couldn't be a part of, I would just demand an animal myself. Well, I think that it would be one thing just to feel excluded, but she literally to be attacked. attacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I She's violent that, to her. Yeah. That crosses the line. Yeah. Um, and then we finally make it to Avery's true faith jewelry interview on indigenous people's day. And uh, she's not interested at all. <laughs> and Ramona has them both dressed in those fucking hideous, uh, those Ed Hardy esque true faith jewelry shirts. Yes, they're so terrible. That and tea. Mario showing her all of the new bracelets mm-hmm. and all of the new true faith jewelry, and he asks her if she has any ideas or suggestions, and she's like, "What about colors for birthstones?" And he is just blown away. Never and heard of that. Never thought wow. of that one. Wow. No, wow. Could never thought of anything other than sterling silver, gold, and cubic zirconium. We wow, Bethany, never, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Really, really, really. And that office looked like a weird old dentist's office in like Paramus, New Jersey. Well, I, was I like, think Where that are they? it is one of those places, like they said that they did the medals for the State Department. And yeah, yeah. I think it's a trophy place. place. I think well, it's yeah, mainly... but I think mostly people don't come to that. You know what I mean? Right. It's one of the offices that. But it's interesting they didn't have. But they, it was interesting because they didn't have a website. So did they have catalogs? Like yeah, how- probably catalogs or you have standing business. So he usually does a lot of churches and that kind of stuff. So I it's think just, that they did more custom. I don't think they did jewelry, like oh, a ton of jewelry. Right. And I, you know? and I feel like that might be something that like when you get a client, you call them and then you go to the office with prototypes kind yeah, of show exactly. them what they never go for? to you yeah like yeah. You, you're like hey i need you to come here you show me what you got kind of more of a traveling salesman it didn't look like a lot of people worked there either yeah it, I, it looked like like kind of a, a mom and pop family business shop kind of thing right because that they clearly did very well or somewhere you know where the stuff's actually made yeah absolutely um, and we all know Avery isn't doing that. We don't even know if that business still exists. I'm sure. I, I feel like Mario, I don't know if Mario had any siblings. I don't think that was ever discussed, but it seems like something he probably either sold off or sold off the stock and everything. I don't know if there's as much of a need for something like that, especially with the internet now. So who knows? Who knows and who cares really? And then Jill and we go back for an update with Jill and Ginger um, and she's still not behaving. No, because, <laughs> because Jill Jill's is not, not following the anything. rules. Yeah, she's not following the rules. And honestly, I wouldn't make my dog not sleep with me if she wanted to sleep with me either. But I, I mean, I, I would change things if she was attacking a loved one. Um, that also lived there. Yeah, especially because Allie states that Ginger was better before she went to training, and then and that says, she wants her to die. Yeah, so like she must be really mean. She goes, "I yeah. want Ginger to die." And she's like, "No, <laughs> so I'm being quote. honest. I want her to die." No, I really want her to die. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this got it was like very uh, quick." It went when from they... nostril licking to death to all yeah, of them. <laughs> she's looking for Angel from Rent to play, yeah. With, right? Uh, yeah, to play her drums. <laughs> So Akita, today for me Akita, tomorrow Akita. for you <laughs> yes one don't story like Thelma and Louise did when they got to the blues one dove into the courtyard of the Gracie Muse today for me oh yeah yes always um yeah if 
Ginger's not alive, I blame Allie. So <laughs> that's all I have to know. It's not we a mystery. A, it's not a mystery. Allie had had enough of that nostril licking. And uh, she let she her snapped. have it while Jill was in Morocco. So um, Moroc, hell no to Ginger. So you're saint and sinner this week. What do you think, pretty little thing? Well, you forgot that Bethany calls Jason back after oh, she yeah, I did. leaves I her Miami trip Sorry. a day early and leaves him a voicemail saying she uh, doesn't want to be single. You know why I forgot which... about that? Because that bathing suit was so ugly. Oh, did you say that, that bathing suit a... was my sinner? <laughs> oh, was that brown top, a black top, or a green top? I I th- I think it was a brown top. Uh, because and, brown and pink were really big back yeah, then. Yeah, I think it was brown too. Because at first I thought it was black, and then it was like a frilly skirted yeah, bottom. Skirt. Yeah, with black, white, and pink checks. I, I I did try to forget that. You was right. my center. Yes, was okay. Sorry, sorry to forget that moment. Yeah, in in Miami, Bethany's sitting under a a fountain in the pool, trying to cope with everything, and she calls Jason, leaves a long message, and she's coming home. Yeah, she's coming home. And Jason the most, not happy in that terrible, terrible. The, the suit. ugliest bathing suit you've ever seen. Like it was. Especially, I, she has a great body. Like, um, yeah, I was literally flabbergasted. Yeah, I, I saw time. it, and I, and then, and then they showed it again, and I was like, oh. please stop. Like, yeah, can we change? Can we have a? Can we have a quick change, please? Um, can she just be go nude? Like, this is not okay. This is, I mean, I. Have, I'd rather go naked than wear that bathing suit. I have somebody in my neighborhood that may wear a tankini way too many times a year as an adult, and it was almost worse than that tankini. I get a tankini. I I understand, but she has abs. No, you don't get this tankini. Trust me, you don't get this tankini. But <laughs> this I'm. Oof. This is a bad tankini. That Actually, it's you know, like I don't know what the top's called. You know, like a spaghetti strap shirt with like the flap over the front, but nothing in the back. Oh God, yeah. It's that version of a tankini, mm. and it's it's not a yeah. It's it's just not good. Anyways, but that that bathing suit was almost as bad as this bathing suit. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is my sorry. Favorite. Sorry, I didn't mention that. I forgot. I no, literally okay. forgot. And my saint obviously is Becky with the good hair. Well, my saint is exactly the same. Exactly, it couldn't not be the same. Becky with the good hair, you shake what you got, Ramona. You shake what you got, Becky. Uh, such a star. I'll do the monkey with you any day. Any uh, day. And my center was truly all the close-up of the nostril licking. It, uh, it, it truly made me a little bit ill. I, 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 I don't need to see anything that depraved. Like I never need to see anything going up somebody's nose to that extent. Like that much nostril play that was shouldn't a be on TV. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's like up there with Doctor Pimple Popper. Like there should be a warning on the screen. Like you may not be ready for this. Like I, I do need adult consent. Oh, what a week! What, what a, a week. week! Well, guys, we are excited, and um. Tonight is going to be the premiere of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and we will be guest starring on a pod. So look out for our IG for more posts about it. Yes, watch, listen to us on Designer iBags. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Potomac and SLC. Yeah, with our friend Michael. I can't wait. Excited, excited. So join us over there. Um, and we can't wait to see you next week. We'll post our new drink and 
Let me tell you something. Becky is involved. Uh, Becky is involved. Intimately involved. Yes. And if you like Becky like we do, go like, rate, and review us. And her. And her. Follow her. her. She's a true star and she deserves it. Uh, yeah, leave us a voicemail, leave us an email, leave us a DM, do whatever you got to do. Yeah, just I mean, like and rate us. Send something to our personal mailbox. Send me an email and I'll give you my address. Mail time. Uh, it makes me want to wail mail. <laughs> Melania. <laughs> Melania. Follow Melania. us on Instagram. <laughs> and help us heretics at JRY27 and at Kalindi. We love you. We love you. We love you. Amen, bitches. Be best and stay blessed. Love y'all. <laughs> Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, ha-ha, For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen, bitches. bitches.